everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live. Well, praise the Lord, everybody. God bless you. Thank God for this hot day that we're having in the name of Jesus. We pray that all is well. We pray that everybody is staying cool. We pray that you're getting the right amount of vitamin D that you need from this sun that we're having. Amen. We just thank and praise God today for what God has done. We thank and praise God for how God is yet moving by his spirit. Amen. Because he's still moving no matter how hot it is. He's still moving no matter how comfortable we may be with this heat. But yet he knows he didn't let it get too hot to the point that we will burn up. Amen. So we thank and praise God for that. Let us pray. Father God, we thank and praise you for what you've done already. We thank and praise you for how you're moving by your spirit. We love you. We appreciate you. We thank you, oh God, for giving us another opportunity tonight, Lord God, to be able to speak to your people. We thank you, oh God, for my husband. We thank you, oh God, that he will join us tonight in the Bible study. We just thank and praise you, Lord God, for giving us the strength, oh God, to bring forth the word of God as you have commanded, as you have given it to us. And you've given it to us, oh God, straight from your heart. And we thank you that we're able to speak the word of God according to what you desire for your people. Now, Lord God, as we begin to speak on the word called changing lives tonight, we ask that you let your will be done. We ask every hearer and every doer of the word, oh God, that they be complete, oh God. They be edified, they be lifted up, they be enlightened, oh God. They be corrected, oh God, in their way. Whatever, oh God, you desire for your will to be done, and this word spoken tonight, as it brings pleasure to you, let your will be done. We thank you so much, and we just say, have your way in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. 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 We just thank and praise God for today. God bless you, my sister. God bless you, Apostle. Amen. And if Pastor Robinson is on the line, God bless you as well. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Amen. We thank and praise God tonight. We want to talk about changing lives. Apostle, we get a lot of feedback. Amen. 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 Do you okay. hear it? Yeah. It's it's okay. stopped now. Okay. 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 All righty. So we're going to talk about changing lives tonight. Amen. 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 We want to start out with Job, 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 Job 14 and 14. Amen. Amen. And it's just a simple scripture that says, if a man die, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change comes. Amen. Amen. Changing lives. And we're talking tonight about changing lives, changing from the old to the new. Amen. Mm -hmm. Because that's a new life. When we become that new creature, when we confess Romans 10 and 9 through 10, 
and we begin to say to the Lord, amen, that we believe that, that Jesus is the Son of God and that you raised him from the dead, and the Scripture says to us that we shall be saved, amen. We believe that, and we begin to experience a change in life, amen. Yeah. We begin to uh, walk into a new life. We become a new creature, amen, yeah. letting go, getting rid of, releasing that old so that's what we're talking about when we say changing lives. We're changing lives here because of the gospel, because of the word of God, because of the requirement that God requires of us to do. Amen? Amen. Amen. So we're going to start out with what Job, what we believe Job is saying. Job is talking about living a resurrected life. And we know that when we're changing lives, we're being resurrected. Amen? A resurrected yes. life of being Raised from the death of sin, because see, sin is death to us, and that's what we were doing. We were walking in sin, yet we were dead and didn't even know it. Yeah. Amen. And even that sinner man is still walking in sin. You're dead, and you don't even know it. You're dead to the things of God. You're dead to righteousness. Amen. And thank God for salvation that we're no longer dead to sin. Amen. We've been resurrected. We've been raised from death, from the death of our sin, to bring us back into right standing with him through his son, Jesus Christ. That's right. We cannot go directly to God. We have to come through his son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. A coming back into being who we really are. In other words, we are returning back to our original source. We yeah. may not be going all the way back to the Garden of Eden, but I tell you, in the spirit realm, we are accessing that Garden of Eden through the Spirit of the Lord, through his word, through his guidelines, amen, and yeah. through the help of the Holy Ghost, amen. We yeah. actually get a taste of the Garden of Eden and how Adam and Eve actually had it in that garden before sin crept in, amen. 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 We also see Job talking about waiting for God in that scripture, that verse of scripture, which is his appointed time. Appointed time is a time that's been arranged. Amen. Think about that thing. Now, the day of your salvation, the day of your uh, affirmation, the day of your profession, in claiming, you know, that you want Jesus as being Lord and Master of your life, Lord and Savior of your life, a date and a place had been set for you. That was your appointed time, okay? And it had been set to make you ready to encounter the truth. Yes. Amen. Isn't that something? And that, that's awesome in itself. We, we come into the knowledge of encountering the truth. Because, see, walking in death, walking in sin, we don't know truth. Okay. We have a form and a fact. We don't we don't know truth because see if we knew truth we would be able to recognize the Father. Amen. Because he, he's all about truth. He he doesn't recognize anything else. See, we think we know the truth. The world thinks they know the truth. That's why they can some can affiliate the fact and claim they know God. Mm-hmm. But you don't know God without his son Jesus. Thank you. Amen. And so that's where a lot of people have dropped because they feel like they can go straight to the throne of God, Mm. straight to the presence of God Mm. without him seeing his son Jesus in them, without them having to go through the process that Jesus has already completed for us. 
I tell you, we, we're short of the truth. We're short of the truth here. And that's what we mean by the truth. Because, see, we, we've fallen short over the years in understanding. Appointed yeah. time is a time that only God can mm-hmm. draw you into him. Isn't that something? Yeah. Not a time where we can try to stop doing on our own through self-resistance. Not a time that we can stop doing on our own just because of the fact that, oh, I don't want to do this no more. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Our appointed time is the only time that God can draw us into him. As yeah. Jesus said in St. John 14 and 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Yes, sir. Catch that. He said, and the life. We're talking about changing lives. No man cometh unto the Father but by me, he said. Mm-hmm. So all those that think, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to tell you tonight, if you're listening, I'm sorry to tell you that you don't know God unless you know his son Jesus. Amen. I'm sorry to tell you that you have not had a relationship with God without his son Jesus. I'm sorry to tell you, you don't know God. You cannot get to God unless you've been drawn to him through his son, Jesus. Amen. 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 An appointed time is a time that only the love and kindness of God the Father, when he begins to pour it out upon us, causing us to know him, to see him, and to understand our need to love him. Not understand his need. Now, I'm saying understanding our need to love him. Because he chose us. We didn't choose him. Mm-hmm. To return to our original state from which we were created to be in. We yeah. were created to praise God, to serve God. We were created to love him, to honor him, to be obedient toward him. We were created to serve our Father. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. That's what we were created to do. We were created to praise and worship him as we acknowledge him in all our ways. Allowing yes. him, not ourselves, to direct our goings. Whatever path he places us on, day by day and night by night, it's him that does it, not us. Amen. Amen. Job is talking about changing life. Yes. Has your circumstance or situation caused you to change lives yes. by leaving the old man and its deeds to change and accept the newness of being a new creature in Christ Jesus? Yes. Amen. We Amen. know that change is a dirty word. Mm-hmm. It's just set up to be dirty. It's just meant to be dirty. All because, right. see, a lot of people don't want to change. People don't want change. People right. are not flexible to change. Mm. Amen. Amen. But we're referring to making an exchange, an exchange here. Not just a change. You're going to make an exchange. That's E-X-C-H-A-N-G-E. To take on Christ Jesus in place of self. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. To take on Christ Jesus in the place of the world. To take on Christ Jesus in the place of your flesh. To take on Christ Jesus and replace, exchange for the devil. We were born again to make an exchange from the old to the new. Right. Amen. Amen. Are there any questions or comments? Well, I would like to say the change didn't start Um, In the New Testament, the change started all the way back in Genesis 3 and 15 in the Redemption period. So if people think that this thing just got started in the New Testament, they have to go back and read Scripture. Because when Satan came in and fooled Adam and Eve, that's when the 
redemption period. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. God has been drawing us back unto him since the beginning of time. Yes, he has. Every man fell. God has been drawing us back in. And Jesus has been by his side the entire time. Amen. Amen. And that's so true, sis. I appreciate that because the word of God is so plain and it's simple to our understanding. But we have to be able to study it. We have to be able to go back and and study the word of God and see what God did start according to the writing, his writing of the word of God. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Changing Changing your life in Christ as we are called to do the will of God. Not our will, but his will. Changing lives. Changing our lives as we are called to come up higher. Mm-hmm. We have to be able to change. We have to be able to change lives as God calls us up higher. Granted, I know some people, you know, they're just settled with salvation. You know, Lord, the Lord just being their Savior only. Granted. Okay, fine. But the thing is, the call to come up higher in him is mm-hmm. still there. It doesn't go anywhere because the gift and the call of God is without repentance. So no matter what you say or what you do, it's there. Amen. Amen. Change your life. Changing your life is a daily experience. It's something that has to be done 24-7. Yes, no matter what, what we say or no matter. In other words, we're never going to be complete. In other words, I'll never be able to say on this earth, I've arrived. I'll never be able to say, oh, I've done all that I need to do. I've done the will of the Father, and I'm just waiting now to go home. Mm. Mm. Changing your life requires discipline. Yes, sir. I tell you, discipline is something, isn't it? Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. Changing life requires standing on the word of God in your heart. Not that lip service, but that word of God that's in your heart. Jesus talked about lip service that the the people would make and stuff during the times that he walked the earth. You know, Mm -hmm. they had a form of godliness, just lip service, because it wasn't, the word wasn't in their heart. They had a memory of what was was Mm -hmm. before Jesus came on the scene. When they talked about Moses and Abraham, they had a memory. They didn't have it in their heart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it makes a difference. The word in your heart will determine how you are standing. Yes, sir. How you believe and how you're being guided and led daily. That's yes, what sir. the word will do. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Discipline comes in many forms of training. It comes through studying, writing, fellowship, hearing, praying. Amen. It comes to, and all of this to the Lord, as unto the Lord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Discipline also coming to the Lord is based on what it's like when you're in the military. I don't know if most of us have one time or another served in the military. And when we serve Christ Jesus, he's about order and discipline. And that's what it's all about. And when the Lord is talking to us, he gives us the ear to hear. And that's hearing what his word is telling us to do. As uh, Apostle saying, study his word. It's the discipline part coming in. That's where all everything gathers from that. That's where everything starts with that discipline. And once we have that ear to hear the Lord talk to us and give us his guidance, his will, because his will and his purpose is what leads and guides us. It's not our will. It's not our purpose. It's all about what the Lord has telling us to do. Amen. And 
We know how it is uh, with the military by structure and by discipline. We mm-hmm. have to be disciplined. Mm-hmm. Whether you're an elder or you're a lay member or an apostle or a pastor, we all have someone over us giving us guidance. As we hear from the Father, we're passing the word down to the sheep because we're all are God creatures. And he's instead in us to be leading his sheep no matter what level of authority we're at. And one thing for sure that when that discipline comes in um, about mistreating and misleading people, we can't do that. We as leaders, the main one, have to be disciplined to be able to hear the Father's word, to be able to lead his sheep as he tells us to do. That's what makes everything come to play. Amen. 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 I, I like that analogy of the military. Mm-hmm. And I understand very well what that means because one of the things in the military, first of all, when I left home to come in the military, one of the things, the advice, the wisdom that my mother gave me was to do as you're told to do. If you do as you're told to do, you shouldn't have no problems in the military. And that was a mindset that I went in with. Yes. Okay? Sir. So discipline began from those words of wisdom that she gave me. So it was not hard for me when I came in the military to be disciplined according and, and to do the rules and the regulations, follow the regulations of the word, follow those that had the rule over me. Amen? Amen. So when, when the Lord came in my life and the Lord saved me, discipline was something that God favored. God began to take that discipline that I had learned in the natural and he converted that to the spirit realm. Amen, amen. And so, therefore, it made it much easier for me because if I could follow the rules of man, if I could follow the rules and the regulations of the armies and their standards, my God, it made it very simple for me to be able to follow the living God. God, I love you, Jesus. It's God who is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Amen. A God that that I have learned to love and trust in all that I do and all that I say. Discipline has been a great teacher for me. It has been a great, um, it's it's vitally important, I'll say. Amen. It is, uh, Pastor, it's everyday living. And the thing is, is that discipline helps us as leaders when we become, you know, spiritually oriented to the point that we're exercising our senses in the spirit, where we're being able to be used by God to lay hands, to speak words, you know, of encouragement, to speak the heart of God to people. Discipline plays a great part there because of the fact that when God says speak, then we need to speak. But discipline in the spirit realm is far Amen. It's in the will of the Father, and it's greater than what man can ever imagine. Amen. Amen. See, because when we're told to do something in the natural, we can always look just as honest and innocent as we want to as long as that person is appearing before us. Mm -hmm. Amen. But see, when God tells us to do something, he's already read the intent of my heart toward what he's told me to do. Come on, somebody. He already knows the intent, so he already knows whether discipline is going to react and, and it's going to act and react through me and in me according to his will. Isn't that something? 
That is something. We can't get away with nothing from him or, or, or past him because, see, his eyes go to and fro. He already knows what I'm going to do in the beginning and in the end. The end. Amen. Yeah. So discipline comes in many forms of training for us in this gospel. See, yes. because we think that we're running to a salvation that's going to protect us from the things that we should have done in the world that was trying to perfect us and get mm. us ready and prepared for the will of God. Isn't that something? Come on. Because, see, but the thing is we ran from that field coming to the Lord thinking that we were getting away from something that God had already ordained for us to go through. <laughs> To hey hey to help to, to to help him to help and assist him isn't that something? Have mercy, God. I'm telling you, the Lord is something. It's just like changing jobs. Well, I'm leaving this job because I don't like the way so and so's attitude is. Well, oh. if you leave this job in the natural, guess what? Until you get perfected in that thing that you're running from on this old job, it's, it's already on that new job. Yes, sir, it's gonna follow you. It's gonna follow you until you get it right. Amen. Amen. People, people need to wake up and smell the truth. Yes, sir. You can't mm-hmm. run from truth when God wants to discipline us and get us on track, on line with him, line upon line, precept yes. upon precept. Trust me, he knows exactly what to do. Amen. He knows who to put in our path. Yes. And we can run and run and run, but I guarantee you until we say yes to his will, Mm. Yes, Lord, not my will, but thy will will be done. That thing going to be just like a silhouette popping up in our lives. Yes, sir. I say, cool. Yes, sir. There is no running, not in the spirit, it's not. No, heaven. You ain't going to get away from God because what God has already prepared to do and set out to do in each of our lives, individually and corporately, he will complete that thing. Amen. Mm-hmm. He will. But I tell you, discipline, we believe, we thought, you know, as the pastor and I was discussing this, we knew that discipline played a lot in changing lives. Yes. When we change lives, discipline makes you flexible. Yes. You know, we always say, oh, I'm flexible. I'm flexible. Mm-hmm. No, we're not flexible. Amen. Say that again. In order to be a leader, you have to be a follower. And if you can't follow, it's hard to be a leader because that's where the discipline comes back. Amen. Brother. You have Amen. to be able to follow a leader. A lot of us sometimes, I, I've had it military, I'm retired now, I'm working, I'm still in the federal system, and just because the person who you're working for, they don't think that uh, some of the subordinates feel that they're more qualified. It's like you got an elder in the church versus the pastor. You got a lay member uh, versus the pastor. Well, they don't like the pastor. They don't like the elder. Well, I know more about this, how that should go. That's not, you're not going to prosper that way. You cannot. If that pastor doing what he or she's supposed to be doing, you have to listen, obedience, discipline, enough to follow and support what the pastor doing as he or she being led by the Father. Amen. And let me just also say, Pastor, that if God had called that pastor into that role, well, then that's the way that the Lord has ordained it, not the way that we as an individual has ordained it or the way that we want it to be. Amen. Amen. Because I believe elder 
Elder uh, took us through that process a uh, week before last when she was um, teaching us on the, the, the different, um, um, I think Good it was member. The, yeah, the different members, our responsibilities as members and the leaders and, and what each role, you know, leadership role, you know, amen. what we were responsible for and are held accountable for. So, amen. Amen. So we thank God and we're looking forward to that part two on that too. So I tell you, that was a good lesson. That was an excellent lesson. It was. It was. So I tell you, we're looking forward to that and hearing that again, the rest of that. Amen. Amen. But changing lives, amen, is what we're talking about. And discipline in the word and and spirit of the Lord develops, amen, is self-control. It develops self-control. It develops character. It develops orderliness, being orderly and efficiency. It develops all those things. Mm-hmm. Amen. It also, believe it or not, discipline also gives you hearing. It gives you an ear to hear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, see, when you're disciplined to hear, you won't miss God. Mm-hmm. Amen. I don't care what nobody said. You will not miss God. You will not allow circumstances and situations to cause you to miss God either. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When you're disciplined, when your ear has been disciplined to hear the voice of God, amen, by his spirit, you're going to obey the word of God. Amen. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about a disciplined ear. I'm talking about an ear that has been learned, an ear that has been spoken to by the Lord, an ear that has been called to hear his voice. Yes, sir. That's a disciplined ear. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Discipline brings in acceptance to the submission of authority and control in the word of God. Now, I'm not saying that we're not to obey those that have the rule over us. That's not what I'm saying, because that's the word of God. But see, the thing is, we just have to be mindful of how those that have the rule over us are ruling according to God's will. Amen. Amen, because, see, there's a difference between a shepherd and uh, the shepherd and the under-shepherd. There's yes. a big difference in controlling God's people versus shepherding God's people. Amen. There's a big difference. Amen. Yes. Amen. And yes. we're not in the business of trying to control God's people. We don't want to control nobody. We want Thank to lead and guide, disciple God's people Amen. into the ways of his truth. Amen. Amen. And God forbid that we don't error because, see, we don't want to error and displease God, so therefore we will not drag anybody else into that area like that either. We don't want control. Amen. Amen, because it's taking all we got to be stay in the control of the will of God. Amen. Amen. And we're fighting our flesh and our will every day also. You should be doing the same thing also, dying daily. Yes, sir. We're dying. With a young lady about that today, and I said, when you are in the will of God, you learn how to treat people fairly and decently. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can't grant one thing to another and then the same situation come upon someone Mm -hmm. else and you deny that person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not treating people fairly. Mm -hmm. The Mm -hmm. only way you're going to be able to to be able to discern that is you've got to be in the will of God Say so. mm-hmm. in his spirit mm-hmm. in order to discern that which is just, fair, and true. And if you are not there, I'm sorry, you're just controlling a person. That's true. That's true. And we have to be very mindful of that controlling spirit. 
Absolutely. Because there's a thin line between that controlling an individual and doing the will of God. Man. It really is. There's a thin line in that thing because, see, people want to be honored so much because of their servitude to the Lord. But mm-hmm. see, your servitude is being honored by God, not man. Amen. And see, we got this thing twisted. We want we want them to honor us when Jesus has already said, "He who is he who is among you is the greatest. You serve." Mm-hmm. He didn't say you to be served. He said you serve. You serve. That's right. You're supposed to serve. I'm supposed to serve. If I'm the greatest among them, I'm supposed to serve. Amen. Even to the least. And yeah. then that's where we got this thing so twisted. Again, tradition, form, and fashion done brought us into the wrong turn here. We That's why we're still in the wilderness as believers, because we're taking the wrong turn. Amen. Can't make it to the promise, man, because we don't want to be obedient. Have mercy, God. Amen. But discipline, changing lives, discipline changes lives. Discipline in the spirit of God recognizes the system that God uses to train and control the believer. We're talking about God training and controlling now. Mm-hmm. Not man, but we're talking God. The word of God will discipline our hearts. Discipline in the word and spirit of God will control our mind and its thoughts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why the scripture teaches us in Philippians, let this mind, just allow it to be so. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Yes, sir. Amen. Don't try to go get no other mind. Get as educated as you want to, but let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. By the spirit of the living God. I don't care what man offers you and what man puts out there. I don't care how many initials and abbreviations are behind your name. The word of God is plain and simple. Let this mm-hmm. mind, allow it, permit it to be so. So that way discipline in the word and in the spirit of God can control your mind and your thoughts. Discipline is what brings you into greater work mm-hmm. that you should be doing here on this earth. Everybody talking about they doing a new thing. Everybody talking about they doing a great thing. And ain't nobody raising the dead. Okay. And Jesus already said, greater work shall you do because I going back to the Father. I'm going back to be with the Father. I done left a completed work here for you to do to just continue this finished task. Mm. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to do nothing but follow my footsteps. You ain't got to do nothing but follow my order. And greater work shall you do. I call high school. Oh, God. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. God, I love you, Jesus. Greater work shall we do. Mm. But the thing is, that greater work requires a changed life. Yeah. That greater work requires a sold-out life, a life surrendered to the will of God, a yeah. lifestyle, a life that's going to cause your light to shine everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Discipline. Have mercy, God. It's what brings you into greater work that you should be doing here on the earth. Our yeah. changing life should keep and expectancy of discipline. I expect to be disciplined in the spirit. I do. I expect the spirit of the Lord to discipline me, to remind me 
mindset of discipline, that I need to stay disciplined. Because, see, like I said, discipline brings in flexibility. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because, see, I'm able to be flexible according to whatever my situation and my circumstances are at hand, even yours. Amen. Amen. Even in it, even somebody else's, if I'm in the midst of it and it's a part of me, I can become flexible in that situation. Changing lives means to change the words in your mouth when you speak and think. These are the words that's in our heart. Because Jesus mm. says out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth is going to speak. Yes, sir. That's why people have to be so mindful. Oh, I didn't mean to say that. Yes, you did. If it came out that mouth, the word of God says it's in the heart. Mm-hmm. It's hard. And, and, and see, and that's why, but see, tradition, and we're so used to saying, oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean that. Mm-hmm. But if you didn't have another word to uproot that that you just said, to come in and counteract that, to come in and make sure that don't come back out of your mouth, then guess what? It didn't go nowhere. You just released it for the moment. It's still settled in there. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When people tell you, I hate you, I can say, I hate you right now. I come right back in that same mouth and a few minutes later and say, oh, please forgive me. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, did I really rectify that, that word that come out of my heart? Is that word still there? What did you do or what did I do to change that word that came out of my heart? Ain't nothing I can do except to use the word of God. Only the word of God can change that word in my heart. Amen. My my lack of doing it, oh, I promise I won't say that ever again, none of that will work. Only the word can replace that word. I tell you, the word of God is tough, isn't it? It is uh, I don't care how much the devil the devil try to make people think they got another word and God is pleased with them and they can do this and that. I tell you that word if that word don't change you, you ain't changing. Thank you very much. Amen. The word of God has to change us. That's, uh, if the word don't change, you ain't gonna change. Mhm. And you have to want to change. You got to want it. You gotta want to change. You got Lord. to want it. There has to be a willingness. God deals with willingness and mm. obedience. Lord, have mercy. They say, oh, Lord, have mercy. He got God. something to work with, sister, whenever you have, when you're willing and obedient. Yes, mm-hmm. Without that, he ain't got nothing to work with. Tell you. Because the words that we speak are life mm-hmm. and death. That's true. That's true. Ourselves and to others. That's true. That's Lord, true. Lord, have mercy. Mm. You've got to know you speak death to somebody when you curse them, and you speak life when you bless them. Mm-hmm. People got to know that. Mm-hmm. Lord have mercy. Mm. But see, the, what people need to know about that, though, my sister, is that you can't be, the, the scripture also says, can the fountain also give bitter and sweet water at the same time? No, ma'am. No, they can't. It's going to be one or the other. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. You either going to speak life or you're going to speak death. Speak death. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to switch that thing up when you want to at will. Because if no. that be the case, then we don't have no need for God and his word. Amen. Yes. It's just what you taught on last week. You're either going to be hot or you're going to be cold. 
That's right. I be lukewarm. You cannot straddle the fence. You cannot serve man and God at the same time. That's true. You're That's either going to hate one and love the other or That's love true. one and hate the other. You cannot do both. That's true. And they cannot reside within this temple and be at peace. It's not going to happen. That's true. There's no way. There's and and no like way. I said, we've been taught that we, you know, there's always a probably, probably in the middle. We've been taught that there's a possibility in the middle. We've been taught that there's a maybe in the middle. Well, I beg to differ. There's nothing in the middle. Thank you. Got that hot or cold. Yeah, thank you. He didn't yes say no. Warm. He did not say that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And then that gets back into what I've been studying on, that permissive will and the perfect will of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's going to continue to walk in that permissive way until God says stop, or you're going to willingly give up your will and be in the perfect will of God, mm-hmm. one or the other. Mm-hmm. Because that permissiveness is disobedient to God. Why should he have to continue to discipline you on the same thing day after day after day? That makes no sense. Because a lot of people really think God do that. They really think God got time to do all that. Okay. And that, that's why they said that's why they love to be able to say, well, I'm still a work in progress. Mm. That's why they're able to say, well, I'm just human. Mm. Mm-hmm. God done gone on about his business, doing okay. what he need to do. Where he need to do it, when he need to do it, and how he need to do it. And people think he's still sitting there wasting time with them because they want to be in their permissive will. Lord have mercy. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. He ain't there. He ain't there. He's just letting you. Because, see, there's a there's a cry that we have to give out to him when we're ready. Yes, sir. <laughs> and I don't care if he's in China. When I begin to give him that cry. Hallelujah. That cry that says, I'm ready, Father, to surrender my will in this area. Now, I'm ready to give you a total yes. I don't care where he is. Because he's omnipotent and I'm not present, he's going to hear me wherever he is and whatever he's doing. He's going to hear me. And I guarantee you, he's going to come then when he hears that, that earnestness coming from my heart, that sincerity coming from my heart to give up. That way, or wherever it is in that permissive will that I'm I'm working in, he's coming. Have mercy, God. Amen. I tell you, he's something, isn't he? Mm, but I love it. Pastor, anything you want to share with us? Earlier about the discipline, we were talking about when someone was talking about uh, earlier, Sister Mary, you saying about how hot or cold. Mm-hmm. Matthew, we talk about Matthew 6 and uh, 24. But said, no man can serve two masters. Amen. For either he will hate one and love the other. Love the other. Or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Mm-hmm. And not serve God and mammon. Can't yeah. do it. Cannot do it. You know, I, the night, talking about the wife and I was, I was at the barber shop. We stopped by and I was talking to a guy, you know, around Fayetteville, a lot of military. And the young man was talking and I was just listening to him and, I don't think Apostle uh, caught on to it, but a lot of Masons up in there, and he was talking about a lot of people that he knew that I knew, and it was mm-hmm. Masons. And I told him, you know, uh, I said, well, I have something better than all of that. I got Christ Jesus. You can have all the Masons you want to have. Amen. But if you don't have Jesus, you don't have anything. And God said, when you're about all your ways, not some of them, but all of your ways in him, he will hide, keep no good thing from you. Amen. 
Have mercy, God. Amen. Have mercy, God. Amen. I tell you, Have the mercy. word of God is right, isn't it? Go ahead. Ooh. It's just right all by itself. There's nothing we can we can add to it, and nothing we can take away from it. Mm-hmm. My God, we, my God, my God. We said changing lives. Changing lives mean walking a certain path, not a different path. Changing lives means you feel, means you change fellowship partners in the in the spirit. Yes, the devil is a spirit too. A lot of people don't know that the devil is a spirit. They think that the devil is walking around here uh, just as human as they are, and yes, he is in whoever he, whoever is being used by him. Mm-hmm. Amen, Pastor. Pastor, again, I'd like to talk about, uh, speak on this as well, uh, how we walk and who we serve and who we fellowship with. Uh, it's impossible. The Bible says, how can you walk with one unless you agree? Two walk together unless you agree. So if you, a man, a woman of God, or a saint, whatever you say, and you walk with some person, an ungodly person, I don't find it too rarely that can work. It's just not going to work. Mm-hmm. If you're going to save him, or he's going to pull you back out in the world. Amen. And I come out of 10, if you're hanging out with that person too regularly, that's what's going to happen. You're going to be scrambling the fence. <laughs> you're going to scrambling the fence. And that's like uh, Mr. Mary said earlier, you can't be hot or cold. You can't be serving two masters because God's mm-hmm. not going to have it that way. Mm-hmm. He wants all of you, not some of you, not sometimes Man. when you choose it, only when you need him, only when you need God. That's when you want to call out to him. No, no, no. You mm. place them daily, daily, and you will always, you'll always be there, always. Mm. And see, the thing about we have to understand is when we need things and need the Father, we always want him when we want him, but it don't happen that way. If he comes in his time and his will, no matter what's going on in our life. Amen. We may think he's not going to show up, but trust me, thanks. When Father needs to show up, he's going to be there. Amen. No matter what's going on in our life, he's going to be there. He don't put nothing on us that we cannot bear. He's going to be with us with you. Amen. Like you see that sign about walking in the sand. And you say, my Father, I you're you see that one footprint there. Mm-hmm. The only reason why the one footprint because he was carrying it. Right. He, was carrying he was carrying us. That's why there was only one footprint there. That's right. Amen. And that, that's what we need to understand no matter what. And what the devil do... He always going to give us delusion, make us think something bad the way it really is. And then Amen. if you don't really know who God is and what he done promised you, you got to stand on that word no matter what because that devil going to try to make us think that Father just going to deceive us, not going to be there, and everything he promised us just going down the tubes. It's not like that. you got to stand on that word no matter what, and I guarantee you the Father's going to work out for you every time. Sometimes I... Amen. I look, if we as Christians will get it in our hearts, in our spirits, and in our minds that we serve a holy God, then perhaps, just like we put man or a woman up on a pedestal, Mm -hmm. we will be able to put God up there on that pedestal and bring man and woman down. I tell you, I tell you, 
because, Lord have mercy, Jesus, when I, I sit back and I look at how some people look at men and women of God, and they think that they are gods, but yet they deny the truth thereof of the Holy Father, the Trinity, it is a tragedy. Mm-hmm. It is truly a tragedy. We want to call on him only when it's convenient for us. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. He's the Holy Father. He deserves better than that. He, does. he deserves the honor. He deserves truth. He deserves everything. Say it. Say so. But yet we want to give him just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or Say, well, maybe tomorrow, Father. Because mm-hmm. that night I got something else better to do. But yet when you are in trouble, where are you, God? And then when he doesn't answer you, when you think he should answer you, well, there ain't no God. I beg to differ. Because God is omnipotent. God is holy. Yes, he and is. we need to reverence him each and every day of our life, and we need to teach our children how to reverence. Yes, yes, most of all, yes. My God, have mercy. I tell you, all of that's a part of changing lives. My God. Changing from that old lifestyle to that new. Yes. Amen. Changing lives. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Why should we have to go through a tragedy for God to change us? Why can't we just say, you know what, this is good. Well, that's the way the world, that's the way the world does things. The world, the only way the government, the federal government would change a situation is there has to be so many deaths involved. The only way uh, a, a situation can change is there has to be some kind of fatality. Something had to take place that's so, yeah, catastrophic, you know, catastrophically happen in order for change to take place, and that should not be. Even as Christians, when you think about that as a whole, when you think think about your situation, we have to go through so much before we catch on to that, yes, Lord. Yes. Amen. Think about that thing. Yes. You know, how many times do we, have to, do we have to be drugged through the mud? How many times do we have to be whipped by the Spirit of the Lord? How many times do we have to be constantly counseled by him and reproved and rebuked by his word and corrected by his word before we can get that thing right I tell and you. say, yes, Lord. And that's all we got to do is say, yes, Lord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's the way, that's the way, that's the way, that's what we're used to. We're designed yes. to do that because that's the way the world does it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's I'm sad. And the reason why I can cry out so big behind it because I know I did the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah. I can tell someone. We've been there. My testimony so that you won't have to go through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is my my mission to do. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have to go through and have your head beat up against a brick wall. You That's shouldn't true. do that. That's true. But see, if truth be told, testimonies, we overcome by the word. By the, by the words of our testimony and the blood of the Lamb. People yes. don't want to tell where they come from. Oh, I'm sorry. People don't want to tell what God done delivered them from because see, they're ashamed of it. And see, and if you are ashamed of what God has done, then there is no testimony. 
is no testimony. Because, see, Jesus said, if you be ashamed of me, then I'm going to be ashamed of you before the Father. Yes, sir. So, therefore, something has to give. And how can I help somebody else if I'm not willing to tell somebody else that I know where you're coming from, baby? Mm-hmm. Or I can just touch them and say, baby, what's going on? Amen. Amen. And then I'm able to tell them, amen, as the Spirit of the Lord gives me to tell them what yes. the truth is. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. But this, we, sir. this is about changing lives. Because, see, once we get our life down packed, this thing is not just designed just for me and mine. Oh, amen. Amen. I didn't go through, the Lord didn't take me through just for me and my family. Mm-hmm. The Lord took me through for some families that I'll never even know. Personally, no, but the thing is, he's put it in me by his spirit to know, okay, this is the time now that this is going to be released and is needful. Amen. This is the time now because this soul over here, I need this soul delivered because of what you've gone through. Amen. Changing lives. We got to know why we're changing this life. Yes, sir. Amen. Changing lives comes with facing the challenges of change as they come and endure them and the hardness of them as a good soldier. Amen. Mm, mm, mm. Amen. Are there any questions or any comments? No, this is so rich. This is so good. Oh, my God. Amen. This is a good study, and it says, it really I is. mean, this is a good study. I, I tell you, the Lord, the Lord knows exactly what to put on uh, what, he knows exactly what to give us from his heart. Isn't that something? And the thing is, we just have to be ready to perceive what the word of God has to tell us. Yes, sir. And like I said, again, these studies are not designed to recruit members. Amen. Because we're not trying to recruit nobody's members. But the thing is, is that we find it a privilege, as a privilege and an honor to be able to share the word of God that yes. God has enlightened us with. Amen, because we know it's the truth, and we want to stand on the mountaintop and tell it. Amen. We want to be able to stand on the highest, the tallest building and to be able to tell what God has done, tell of his goodness. And that's basically all this, that's that's what changing lives means, being able to tell what God has done, tell what God is saying, tell what God has put in you boldly. That's right, Pastor, boldly. There is no shame in what God does. There's no shame in what God had to deliver me from. There shouldn't be no shame in what God has to deliver nobody from because, see, I'm free. Hallelujah. I am free regardless of what I had to go through to get to that point. I'm free. My mouth is free. Amen. My mind is free. Amen. Amen. My spirit is free. Amen. And I tell you, the Lord has blessed us to live a disciplined life in him. Amen. Amen. That we ain't going to make a, a step right nor left nor back without him saying, that's my will. Amen. Amen. Thank God for prophecy. The scripture teaches us to despise not prophecy. Amen. Don't despise prophesying. I yes. love prophecy. That's right. But I also need to let the individual know if they don't know, I have a keen ear to hear what the Spirit has to say. Amen. Amen. I can hear God, and I'm not ashamed to say that. And if it sounds like I'm bragging, I'm bragging and boasting on the Spirit of the living God. 
Amen. Because of what he has done. Because, see, God wants us to tell what he's done. Tell yes. of his goodness. Tell of his righteousness. Yes, sir. That's a Have part of changing sir. lives. I've changed lives. I'm no longer where you once knew me. However you know me, I'm no longer there. Amen. Have mercy, God. Amen. Amen. Mm. You ought to say that, Pastor. Apostle, that's where the words say that even when Jesus was walking earth, when he was preaching, he, he couldn't preach in his own hometown. He, uh, no one would receive him. He had to go abroad. That's like one of you, either one of us out here right now. You go outside of your hometown that people know you from back when we was in the world. And mm-hmm. that's the first thing they're going to throw at us. I remember back, Pastor, back when you were doing this. I mm-hmm. remember Pastor back when you were doing that. But mm-hmm. see, when you are among saints, when you are here living and doing the Lord's will, that's what makes the difference. When you're doing the Lord's will, Amen. no matter what man says, because you always going to have somebody who always going to try to stop what the Lord will, but it's not so. Amen. Lord's word is not going to be stopped no matter who's trying it, no matter what the world is trying to do, no matter what the government is trying to do, but the Lord's word is still going to stand no matter Amen. what. Amen. Amen. Pastor, and I want to add to that, and no matter what you remember about me, the thing is you don't know when I prayed and asked for forgiveness. Amen. No matter what you what you thought I was going to do, what you thought I was capable of doing, you don't know, though, when I went before the presence of the Lord and repented and asked God to have mercy upon me. Yes. See, in the outside of man, because they only see the outward appearance, man. they don't know when you go before the presence of the Lord and say, Lord, have mercy upon me. Yes. Lord, I've wronged you and I've sinned against you and you only. See, yes. they don't know that. See, they only know what you did. They don't remember nothing else because they only remember what you've done. They don't know, see, even though God will begin to shine that light again and allow his light of his word to shine in you even more, they don't see that light because they're so con- so, co- so covered, I guess you could say, by what I did. Mm-hmm. But see, changing lives, though, see, when you change lives, you're not condemned no more. You're able to go on and move forward. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. see, we got to learn how to go forward, to move on in spite of our errors, in spite of our falling. Get up. If you've fallen, get up. Get up. In spite of my disobedience, if I've been disobedient, repent. Ask the Lord to have mercy upon you and forgive you for your disobedience. Amen. Amen. Because the scripture says that, that we can be forgiven for everything that we do except blaspheming. Blaspheming the Holy the Holy Ghost. That's the only thing we can't be forgiven for. So I tell you, people need to recognize who God really is. Recognize the power that he has, not the power that they have, but the power that he has to forgive. Because, see, he's the only one that's got the power to forgive, not man. So that's why I tell you, it doesn't matter. I've changed lives. Yeah. Amen. So we ask this question here. I know you know this is this is starting to be a habit of mine. I'm starting to, I'm starting to uh, do what my boy said. I can't even get off of here in an hour no more. I'm getting too long winded. So y'all just gonna have to pray with me for a few more minutes here, and then we getting off. Amen. I'm enjoying this word tonight because see, God will take the simplest word, the simplest subject, 
and he'll open up that thing and cause you to rejoice in it and praise him. And you say what he say. Have mercy, God. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. He'll cause you to enjoy as you eat and sup with him in what he's giving you. Amen. And those that need to hear, they're hearing. Those that need to hear and do, they're hearing and doing. Mm -hmm. So we ask tonight, now, what is life? Life is the time a person or thing is alive or exists, or a specific portion of such time, the existence of the soul. Mm -hmm. What is life? The existence of the soul, the existence of you, the existence of, of me, the existence. And we ask tonight, have you experienced the preciousness of life from being born again? Because, see, life only begins when you're born again. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you really know that, but life only begins when you're born again. You have went back into that rebirth canal, and the spirit of the living God spewed you out, spit you out of his birth canal this time. Wow. Mm-hmm. Not mama now, not mama, because, see, we can't go back and enter into mama's womb. I'm talking about the womb of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Ooh, God, hallelujah. Mm. The womb of God. Because, see, when he calls us into his light, that marvelous light out of darkness, we're yes. being born again. Yes. When he tells us what we need to confess to acknowledge him and his doings, and his way of doing, and his way of will, of his will and want to do. Amen. We begin to enter into a birth canal in the womb of God. Oh. I tell you, there's something in it, the womb of God. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I tell you, have you experienced the preciousness of life from being born again? Because, see, when we cried in the world the first time, Job says that a man is only a few days old. I think it says in Job, one of those scriptures, that a man born of a woman is only a few of a few days old and full of sin. Yes. <laughs> think about that thing now. But when we've been rebirthed, reborn again, hallelujah, through mm. the will, the spirit of God, mm. Mm. I've been born again. Just uh-huh. like Adam and Eve was born. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Because, see, we have to go back then to Genesis 2 and 7. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Because, see, my life has just begun again. Because, see, he began to breathe into my nostrils the breath of life. Yes, sir. And I became a living soul. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. I'm, I'm trying not to get carried away here with this thing. But so we say in doing so is the illuminating light of the Lord Jesus being shown wherever you go. Do people see Jesus in you where they go? Amen. When you you get to where you're going, has your light already gotten there before you get there? And all people see is just, what is that I see? There's something that's coming and it looks like a light before they can even make out that it's you. Do they see that illuminated light of Christ Jesus in you? St. Matthew 5 and 16 says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Mm-hmm. Now that scripture says that, that they may see your good works and yes. glorify the Father which is in heaven, not glorify you. 
Yes, sir. That's right. Now, I see your good works and glorify you, but glorify the Father. Mm, mm, mm. Amen. Amen. Are there any questions, any comments? I know we've been making them as we go. Mm-hmm. Amen. It just put me in mind of, of Nicodemus mm-hmm. when he asked the Lord, how can um, a man be born a man again? Be born again unless he enter his mother's womb mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and be born? That's right. Mm-hmm. And Nicodemus, that was a profound question that Nicodemus yes, asked when he asked Jesus that. Amen. And Jesus gave him the answer, too. He said yeah, he gave him the answer, and uh, Jesus answered, I assure you, unless someone is born of water and the Spirit, mm-hmm. he enter the kingdom of God. Right. Then what? he turned around at the end of that, and he said, you must be born again. Yes. You must be. Yes, you must mm-hmm. be born again. Yes, sir. Because even in um, the verse even before that, Jesus said, I assure you, unless someone is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. That's right. That's right. So you've got to be born again. Mm-hmm. Got, to got to come through that birth canal yeah. in the spirit. Got to come out of the womb of God this time. <laughs> God, I love you, Jesus. Mm, my Lord Jesus. Because, see, when we come through the womb of God, I, I, I heard, I don't know how true it is, but they say when a, when a baby comes through the womb of its mother, that, 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 that contraction, that, that baby is being dispersed out, you know, through the contraction. They said it squeezes out all of the impurities from that baby as that baby comes through that birth canal. Isn't that something? In other words, it gets rid of anything that tries or could possibly harm that baby because of the way it's traveling to get here. Can you picture yourself? Amen, of being able to just go through the womb of God through the Spirit. Lord, have mercy. And you coming through with no imperfection. You coming through with no impurities. Uh-huh. You coming through as a new creature. Come on, somebody. Have mercy, God. Mm-hmm. Think about that thing. When you came through this time, mm, God, I love you, Jesus. Because, see, we were born as spirit then, like we were supposed to be. Oh, God, I love you, Jesus. I'm I'm not, ooh, Jesus, I love you. Thank you, Father. Mm-mm-mm-mm. That is truly something. Oh, God, I tell you, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Now, that's something to make you jump up and shout about. Mm-mm. Oh, Lord, Lord. That's something that makes you want to do right, too. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yeah, yes, sir. Something where, as my, as my, I started saying, my baby says, and pastor say that's something that want to make you walk this thing straight and narrow. <laughs> there ain't no other way to do it because when you begin to, to visualize that thing and saying, okay, well, I've come through God himself this time, mm-hmm. through his son Jesus, mm-hmm. out of the womb of God. Because remember now, God has feminine tendencies as well as, as masculine that's- Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Lord, have mercy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I see we ain't going to get to the last because we wanted to talk about life purpose and, and life test, and then we wanted to talk about the the life of Christ, and we ain't going to get there. Mm. We ain't going to get there. Mm-mm-mm. But we want to we wanna just it's say. It's always part two. Amen, amen, it is part two. But, you know, me, I, I don't know 
about me with them part twos. I, I like I like to try and get everything out of me right then and there. Cause see, I know I know we can do a part two, but I know it's gonna be something else added to that. Well, amen. So what's but, wrong with that? Ain't nothing wrong with that, my sister. I just like to do it right then and there while it's hot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like to do it while it's hot. <laughs> Amen. Pastor, you got anything else you want to add? Because I think we're going to close. I think we're going to close out here. We we may do a part two. All right, Pastor, we can come back to a part two on that. We'll do, do a little bit more research. Amen. I can't hear we'll it. We'll do a little bit more research, and then we'll come back with a part two and, and uh, keep rejoicing because this is some good work tonight. Amen. And I really, really enjoyed it, really. This Man. is one of the first times I've had a chance to partake in this when I'm at work. But I'm thank God I'm off tonight. But I usually I'm at work. I, can, I listen, but I don't partake because too many things going on around me. So I just have too much noise in the background. So I just thank God for allowing me to partake in this message tonight Man. in this class because this study is awesome tonight. And I know there's going to be many more good ones to come. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And we just need to pray and ask the Lord to just move some of those distractions while you're at work, so that you can partake of this. Amen. I, I've, I've yeah. tried. I've tried that, but you know, in, in, in question this, but you know, it's the radio, and in it, you know, and I have to listen to the radio. So you know, we have to render unto Caesar that which is due unto Caesar, and respect that. But the Lord's gonna yeah. make a way. Amen. Amen. The Lord, the Lord's going to do it, and I know oh, He's going to do it. Not according to my will, but according to His. That's Amen. Right. The Lord's going to do it. He's going to make sure that that you know the time that 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 Pastor needs to be on this line. Amen. Ministering and teaching this gospel, that He's going to make sure that that radio don't make a sound if that radio is still in existence. And the reason why I say that is because I'm doing monitoring, and I got a whole lot of folk around me, as you know, Apostle. And I asked him, I said, I just need a block of time, Mm -hmm. a quiet time, Mm -hmm. where there's no telephones ringing and not a whole lot of loud uh, voices around me. And he granted that unto me so that I could look at those. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because one thing about it, when we ask ask to do his will, God will provide. I know that. That I do know. Yes, and I just wanted to to share that. And when I I said that, I was just thinking in terms of the will of God, so that if pastor wants to listen and partake more of, then God will grant him that time. Amen. I believe that. Mhm. Yes, sir. I do believe that, mm-hmm. and we're going to believe God that even just because it's been spoken in the atmosphere, that Amen. by faith that it's already done. Amen. Amen. We will believe that because Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Because I do know that Pastor has a wealth of knowledge yes. Amen with experience. Amen. And the discipline that, that the people of God can really use from hearing. Amen. I do believe amen. that and know that. And like I said, plus I Amen, that gives him an opportunity to to hear the word of God coming up out of him because faith cometh by hearing and hearing amen. by the word. Amen. Amen. Well, I tell you, but one more thing we'd like to share, and, 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 and that's about life's purposes. Amen. And we, we ask the question, have you died to live again? Amen. Are you dying to live again? Do you know your life's purpose? And if so, then, you know, this is just a couple of tips. We, we, we won't even read the scripture, but we just say seeking the kingdom of God is one of those tips in life's purpose. 
Amen. I know that we have all these here things set out that we want to do. And when I grow up and get grown and get my job, I'm going to do this, 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 this. But if seeking the kingdom of God is not one of them, then the list needs to be burned up. The list needs to be burnt, torn up and started all over again. And we find that in St. Matthew 6 and 33. Amen. The service of the Lord by denying and denouncing anything and everything that is not like God or is contrary to the will of God pertaining to us. Amen. <clears throat> Joshua 24 and 15 made that very clear to us when he says, if it, if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, then you choose this day whom you're going to serve. Amen. You know, because he says, because for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Amen. Amen. Another Amen. tip is doing the will of God in obedience. Amen. Found in St. John 4 and 34, where Jesus said unto them, My meat is to do the will of God. Amen. The will of him that sent me and to finish his work. Amen. That That's the purpose. That's life's purpose. That's our life's purpose. Yes. And, and another one we said, number four, was finishing up the divine task that has already been assigned to our hands as Jesus did. Amen. St. John 17 and 4 said, I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished the work which thou gavest me to do. This should be every life's purpose, amen, with desire to complete the work that God has assigned to their hands. I'm not trying to run over and do Apostle so-and-so's work. I'm not trying to run over and do Pastor so-and-so's work. But the work that God has assigned to my hands, and in order to know that, you've got to know what the work is. Mm-hmm. In order to do that, you've got to know what your purpose is in the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Amen. And I tell you, we're going to stop there because so we'll pick up on life tested and, and the, the life in Christ, the, the, the life of Christ Jesus in you, you know, when, we, when our turn rolls back around again. Amen. Amen. And we pray that the Lord will enhance it and give us even more as we continue to uh, study on this and fellowship, as the pastor and I fellowship in this, and the Lord, and we pray, and the Lord give us the word. So tonight we pray that something has been spoken that will cause you to be enlightened in your heart to change your life. Amen. And change it from, again, as we say again, from the old way of doing to do God's prescribed will. Not our will, but God's prescribed will. Change from that old nonchalant way of thinking and doing to do what the mind of Christ has instructed us to do. And when we think of changing lives, we automatically think of changing in the natural. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about spiritual change, spiritual change. And we're not talking about, you know, just being able to make just a minor change. We're talking a 360 here, 360 degrees change because you're making an exchange for self to the Spirit of the Lord. And so, but we're teaching and speaking about a changed life in the Spirit, to be able to walk and live and commune and sup and fellowship with the true and living God in spirit and in truth. Amen. To be able to to speak to him and tell him your desires, surrender your will to him, give up this and, and repent for this and that daily. And I guarantee you he'll turn and talk back to you. And that's one thing. That's how we know we're walking in the spirit. As I said week before last, we walk in the spirit. I said last week, rather, 
when you know you're walking in the spirit because you're talking to a spiritual God, he's going to respond back to you. Amen. Amen. So we need to stop justifying and coming up with all these excuses that are other than what Christ Jesus did or would do. We need to pray and ask the Lord, you know, why am I justifying with all these excuses toward his will? And he'll answer. He'll give you the answer. He'll tell you why. He'll tell you what you need to do. Amen. So we just thank and praise God tonight for what God has given us. I I love what the Lord has done, and we pray uh, that something has been said that will enlighten you, that will cause you spiritually, amen, to take leaps and bounds in this word from this point on. Amen. And even if we've fallen short, we pray that the word has picked you up. Amen. And caused you to clean yourself off, repent, clean yourself off, and get this word the way God wants you to get it, through discipline. Amen. And allowing the word of God to work like it should work. So we love you. If there's no more questions or comments, amen, Amen. we're going to close out here. Amen. 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 Father God, we thank and praise you for tonight. We thank and praise you for what you've spoken, O God, from your heart to us. We don't take it lightly, O God, that that you've given unto us. Yes, but we ask you, Lord God, that you would take the word of God, continue to minister to us, even as we hang up on these lines, in the name of Jesus. We ask, O God, that the word of God will continue to go forth, revelate, O God, your word in the name of Jesus that we've heard and received in our hearts. Regulate, O God, revelate this word of God to us in the name of Jesus that even we will be able to take this word, O God, into a greater work that you've given it out tonight and give it to somebody else for the glory of God. Now, Lord God, we ask that if there's any sick among us, O God, we ask right now that you would touch, heal, and deliver In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, God, and let the word of God change their life. When you heal and deliver them, change their life, oh, God. Let their healing and deliverance be a changed life for them from this point on. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we love you. We appreciate, oh, God. We appreciate the comments, the the questions. We appreciate, oh, God, just the fellowship in this study tonight. And we ask, oh, God, that you would give us all a sweet and peaceful sleep. We love you. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. amen. God bless you all. God bless you and good night. Good night.
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.